Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Reading Between the Lines podcast. I'm your humble host, Drew Parker. My co-host, John Starr, is not with me at the moment. Um, We had some scheduling conflict issues and we haven't been able to meet up lately. Um, But without further ado, I've been out for about a month. I've been um, busy with school and finals and all that great stuff and uh, pursuing potential career avenues. Um, I am attempting to um, get a inter- an internship with Double T973 um, at Raymar Communications. Um, so I am hoping to get that in the near future. Um, that is reliant on a few grades that are still up in the air. Um, but without further ado, we have a lot to get into. Um, I did not mean to rhyme that, but I did. Um, so we got some NFL draft talk. The first night uh, of the draft is still currently going on. Um, they've been going about three hours three hours right now. Um, I believe they're picking like 25 or something, or something like that. Um, so I will keep you updated with that. Um, the big storylines of that so far is, of course... Um, Every Texas Tech, every Texas Tech fan's favorite quarterback, Baker Mayfield, uh, was chosen as the number one overall draft to the uh, draft pick to the Cleveland Browns. Um, I hope his career, I hope his career crashes and burns there. I really do, um, and I expect, I kind of expect it to. Um, it's just been a, it's just been a revolving door of QBs, and part of me. Would laugh to see him be the next one that just you know gets flushed down the toilet, um, and yet a part of me is scared that he might be the one quarterback that can turn around that franchise. Um, as for the rest of the top ten, uh, the number two overall pick goes to the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley of Penn State, um, running back. The number three overall draft. So I keep on saying overall draft. The number three overall draft pick um, goes to the New York Giants and Sam Darnold, uh, QB out of uh, USC. Um, The fourth overall pick of the 2018 NFL Draft uh, went to the Cleveland Browns as well, and they picked Denzel Ward, cornerback out of Ohio State. Number five overall, Denver Broncos, Bradley Chubb, defensive end, North Carolina State. He's a monster. Um, Indianapolis Colts selected uh, Quentin Nelson, offensive guard um, from Notre Dame with the sixth overall uh, pick of the draft. Seventh overall went to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, QB out of of Wyoming. the number eight overall pick went to the Chicago Bears. Raquan Smith, I believe is how you say his name. Linebacker out of Georgia. Number nine overall pick went to San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Mike McGlinchey. Uh, pardon me if I butcher that name. I did, I did the best I could. Um, offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Um... The, and the 10th overall pick went to the Arizona Cardinals and Josh Rosen, QB of UCLA. Um, 
So there's your top ten for you. Um, the Dallas Cowboys for my Dallas Cowboy likers, lovers. I'm a lover. Um, let me find out. Sorry, I forgot their order. Um, they picked with the ninth, with the nineteenth overall pick in the NFL draft. Uh, I can't pronounce his name, but he's a he's a linebacker out of Boise on the Boise State. I'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce his name. I heard it on the radio. But not gonna, not gonna even attempt that. Um, I was a little mad that we didn't get Darwin James, uh, a safety out of Florida State. He could have been a huge help in our in our suspect secondary. Um, he ended up going two spots ahead, seventeenth to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, so it's been a kind of a wild um, NFL draft so far. Um, Baker Mayfield. I'm not even gonna go down the rabbit hole, but um, I'm I can't believe he ended up being being the number one, number one overall pick. Um, without further ado, that is our NFL talk. Um, I could go down the Cowboys schedule for you, but I will save that speculation for when baseball season's over, and all we have to do is speculate. Uh, but for now, I'm gonna focus on this on the sports that are actually being played. Um, as for um, the time that I kind of took off for school and to pursue my future career goals with with the with this potential internship um, from the Lubbock Sports Station, um, a lot of things have happened. Um, we had the we had the football spring game, um, the Texas Tech basketball season came to an end sadly, um, and now baseball is is in full swing and almost I could almost consider them to be down to the home stretch. Um, as far as basketball, I'll kind of wrap that into a bow here. Um, the last podcast I did was when we advanced to the Sweet 16 after beating SFA in Florida. Um, we then had a matchup in Boston with both Purdue and Villanova. We beat Purdue soundly. They, our aggression around the rim was too much for, the, for them to handle. Uh, we ended up pretty much cruising to a victory comfortably. Um, we then, in the Elite Eight, um, excuse me, I went by the yawn. Uh, we then, in the, in the Elite Eight, um, faced Villanova for the right to go to the Final Four in San Antonio, which would have been huge for our fan base, having a Texas-based Final Four. But, unfortunately, we fell short. Um, Villanova was head and shoulders above anybody else in the tournament. Um, you know, every year 68 teams make the tournament, if you include the playing games, um, and 67 of them go home sad. Just the, just, it, that's just the nature of the sport. It happens every year. Um, but it feels a little better, uh, that we lost to the eventual, the eventual, na- the eventual national champions, um, and, uh, you know, if, if it was, if it was any, if it was any, Big 12 foe, I would have wanted them to get their tails kicked in the Final Four. But, um, like, like te- if Texas would have beat us, OU would have beat us, Kansas would have beat us, you know, any of those, I would have wanted them, them to get stomped in the Final Four. But since it was Villanova, I had a little bit of a pride knowing that that we played the eventual, na- eventual national champions close. Um, they were shooting 40% from, the, from three for the season, and we held in the 17 um, percent that is, um, it was a game that came down to basically 
each both teams had a I don't know whether I lean to more both teams were good on defense or both teams were bad on offense, but I think it was a mixture of both. Uh, I think what it really came down to was each team had an off day shooting, but Villanova's off day was a little bit better than Tech's off day. Uh, we got it within five a few times, but it was never. Uh, but but we we always had that had we we always had that having a claw back feel in the game. We never got got to that point of, to where we could get over the hill. Um, but greatest season in Intake basketball, first Elite Eight trip ever. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see next season. I went to a I went to a celebration of the season in the United in the United Supermarkets Arena uh, Tuesday, and they unveiled the banner. It looks sweet. It has the throwback double T on it. Um, and I don't know if this is I don't know if Chris Beard, who's our head coach, if you for those of y'all who don't know, um, I would imagine that. Most people listening to this are tech fans. Speaking of which, uh, we are now over a thousand subscribers. Which thank y'all so much for sharing and commenting, and enjoying and spreading the word. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Tell your you know boyfriend's sister. I don't care. Just thank y'all for the love. We're over a thousand. Uh, I checked this morning, um, so thank y'all for that. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been a it's been a fun one, and it's, you know, covering sports is always fun, but it's more fun when your team is good, and luckily two of two out of the three of them are good. Um, but um, in terms of the Elite A banner, the throwback double T was on there, and I don't know if this is Chris Beard's um, marketing scheme to try to get us rebranded into the old double T, but every press conference you'll ever see of him, he's wearing the throwback double T on his shirt. So I don't. He's always had. He's always uh, professed his respect for history, but I don't know if he's going to go that far as to rebranding rebranding our logo. I wouldn't be against it personally. I like the um, embroidered, not embroidered. That's not the right word. Uh, I love the modern tech logo, uh, but you know I got to give it up to him. Valiant effort, Chris Beard. The the throwback logo looks great on that. The black throwback logo looks great on the. Red banner, um, that'll take its forever home. Um, the, sorry, the, the banner will be placed in its forever home come season opener next year. Um, as for that season opener, I'm excited. Um, you know, during the spring game, which we'll get into, um, I heard a lot of people yell, uh, when does basketball start? Which was kind of sad that you're saying that at a football game when Tech has been known to be a football school for years now. Um, but the fact, of the fact of the matter is things are changing. Um, <clears throat> we lost a lot of big pieces. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong, we did. Um, we lost Evans, Naeem Stevenson, um, Justin Gray, Zach Smith, and Zaire Smith. Four of those are seniors. One of those are one and done. Um, a lot of scoring production. In that, and a lot of defensive production in that. Um, as for Zaire Smith, let me give you a little recap of what's happened. I assume you all heard this. I'm just going to give my take on it. Um, he entered the draft a while back with no agent, which means he could have withdrew. He could have withdrawn his name from the ballot, or however, what whatever word you use for that, uh, by a certain date. If you didn't like his prospects, uh, well, everybody who was anybody 
was telling him that he was going to go first round, which I firmly believe he'll go first round. And the thing about the NBA draft is that first round is guaranteed money, second round not so much. So if you can guarantee a first round draft pick, you, you, you're guaranteed some money. And I have, I have seen him as high as the, the 11th pick. Um, I'm not going to speculate on, on which team he's going to because that could always change. Um, I've also seen reports that he could crash the, the NBA lottery, which is a whole other story. Um, but he's the first one and done in school history. Came in as, came in as a three-star recruit and is leaving as, as a potential top 10 NBA draft pick, which is nuts. Um, and we've certainly seen him... Or, <coughs> excuse me. We have certainly seen seen the his presence already pay off in recruiting, because kids know now that they can come to Tech and get on that national platform and and, and spotlight. Um, a good problem to have that I haven't had since I've been covering Tech sports. We have too many signees or potential signees to to, to keep track of. Um, two that have stood out to me are are. Uh, um, Tariq Owens, who's a shooting guard, don't forget. I forget what it, where he's out of, but he is a high level recruit, and also um, um, Kayvon Moore. He he's a guard as well, and he's he's a four star recruit. Both both are four four star recruits, but it seems like everywhere I turn, um, Chris Beard is rec- is recruiting another four star, which I have no problem with. I love it. I love his tenacity. Um, and as much as I love the recruiting, let me let me uh, send out a warning to you, Tech fans. Um, next year is absolutely NCAA, NCAA tournament or bust. I'll admit that. You should expect with with the amount of of recruiting we have and the um, continually growing credibility of our coach. Um, as long as Coach Beard is our head coach, there isn't going to be a whole lot of teams that that overlook us anymore and doubt us anymore. Um, but the thing about losing a lot of senior talent and getting a lot of freshman talent and transfer and grad transfer talent is that they might be better in terms of their raw form than the senior talent we had. The thing is, is that raw talent wrong raw, raw young talent doesn't translate to the big stage the same way as veteran veteran talent does you always hear that when it comes to the the, the tournament you need senior you need, you need you need heavy guard heavy heavy experienced guard play um and the thing about freshman talent and, and and talent that's not used to that kind of stage is that they will get stiff they will choke up they will make mistakes they'll have their usual growing pains so I would absolutely expect us to get the tournament next year. Um, high seed, I don't know. Um, I, I've seen it already predicted as a four seed. Um, there's, a, there's no Dallas Regional next year, so we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way by not having a home crowd the first two rounds. Um, but uh, I don't know. Once you get in the tournament, anything can happen. Um, I don't know how much of a deep run I expect, um, but I expect to be there. Um, but... So I'm excited for next season. Um, I I I've, I've been somebody asked me that I haven't seen in a while. Have you been following take take basketball? And and my response to them was, you know, I that's all I could do for about three months. Um, but yeah, um, 
it was a fun season. It came to an end sadly, but um, you know you lost to the best team in the country, so there's no shame in that at all. Um, so yeah, that puts a little bow on the on the season. Um, now as for the sport that makes me a little sadder than most, football. Um, we had our spring game uh, two Saturdays ago, um, and that was. Spring football is about as pointless a football as you can get. Um, I say that with with a little asterisk because it's football in the spring and you can take what you can get. Because um, it's going to be a long wait to get actual meaning, meaningful football. Um, but the spring games are a double-edged sword because you want your offense to do good, but yet again, it's a, your offense doing good is at the expense of your defense. Um and then you, if your defense does good, what you want, it's a, it's at the expense of it's at the expense of your offense. Um, and when the clock hit zero today, uh, during the, when the clock hit zero at the spring game, the defense had won the scrimmage. Um, granted, it's a lot easier to, for them to score points than the offense it, than it is for the offense to score points, because for the offense you actually have to score the points like you usually do: touchdowns, field goals, safeties. No, sorry, sorry, not safeties. That's a defense. Um, Touchdowns, field goals, all that stuff. Uh, defense, you can get it from a batted pass, a QB hurry, a QB sack, uh, tight tackle for loss, interception, fumble. There's a lot of different ways that you can score on defense. So I don't, I don't, not surprised by the defense winning, but it did put a little bad taste in everybody's mouth. Um, in terms of the quarterback situation, uh, which is on everybody's mind, uh, we have Duffy, Carter, or Bowman. Um, in my opinion, I thought, in terms of who I think will start, it should it should be Duffy, Carter, Bowman. In terms of who I thought looked better at the scrimmage, heck, I'd even venture to say Carter, Bowman, Duffy. I know that won't happen. Duffy will not be our third string. I can I'll bet my house on that right now. Um, but it looked like it to me. Um, Duffy struggled to make the right reads. He his passes didn't see, didn't seem as crisp. Um, and so on and so forth. Um, come season opener in September, I expect Duffy to be the starter, um, but it is what it is right now. As for the as for the other big question mark on the team, the receiving core, um, we got T.J. Basher, who by all accounts should be the lead, the leading receiver, um, and. Um, I don't know a whole lot more, if I'm being honest. Uh, a kid named JoJo stood out at the spring game. He made some big catches. Besides that, it's a question mark. Um, we lost a lot of good receiving core as the seniors. Um, whether whether they're drafted or not this weekend is up to, up to the teams of the NFL. But we lost a lot of good uh, senior talent. Um, so I'm going to ride the baseball wave as much as I can. Um, because I'm not looking forward to the mediocrity that will be football. As for baseball, um, pretty fun. We're good, so it's always more fun when you're good. Um, we are currently 32 and 10 overall, um, 10 and 5 in conference, 21 and 2 at home, 10 and 8 away, and 1 and 0 on a neutral site. Um, we last weekend we beat OU in a series two games to one. Um, 
Friday's final is 5-4. Saturday's final is 12-6. And Sunday's final is, we dropped that game, 5-12. Friday um, was one on a walk-off balk, or a balk-off, if you will, uh, by Josh Young. Um, to you, basically what that is, is, is the... Is Josh, whether it was planned or not, spooked the pitcher by leading off of third and, and returning to steal home? Word on the street is that he had the green light to steal home if he were, if if he if the opportunity presented presented itself. Um, but he, he had a dance off third and spooked the pitcher into making a faster throw out of his normal normal pitching rhythm, um, and they called a block. Granted, Josh third and game over. Um, it's uh. So that was a dramatic win, obviously. It set the tone for the, for the rest of the series. We destroyed them on Saturday, 12 to six. It wasn't a, a blowout the whole time, but 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 the but the score score the outcome was never really in in jeopardy in in question. Um, Sunday, a little different. Our bats couldn't wake up. Uh, we had a lot of errors uh, for whatever reason. Sunday is our day full of errors. We I think we're averaging three errors a day on Sunday, which is not clean baseball. For, for a top five team by any means, um, but uh, we got we got the series win. It would have been nice to sweep them, but um, the thing about OU is that as much as little credit as I want to give them, they are a good team. They're top fifteen. I don't know what the, where they are now after they lost the series to us. They should still be up there because we are a, a extremely high RPI team. We're third. We're third in RPI this year so far. Um, but think about, but it's hard to sweep a good team even at, the, at home because for us, winning those first two games of the series, there's a natural relaxation that happens on the third game on Sunday. Whether you like it or not, if you win the first two games and, and you have the series wrapped up, you have a natural relaxation factor whether you, whether you want to or not. Um, so we we beat OU, um, got got the conference series win. Um, we lost to Arkansas the Tuesday after, 1-5. to five. Um, That was a combination of the Arkansas pitchers were absolutely dealing, and we could not get timely hits. Um, top of the first, we had the bases loaded with one out, and we couldn't bring anybody home, which hurt, and that could have set the tone in a positive, in a positive direction for us. Um and then their pitches were just lights out. I think out of nine innings, they pitched five shutouts. No, they pitched six shutouts. I think five of them were three up, three down. Um, it was nuts. Um, uh, Arkansas is seventh in RPI, so that does not hurt us by any means. Uh, it drops us. It drops us in the overall rankings, but it won't. I mean, not the not the rankings. It drops us in the overall record, of course, but it doesn't affect our big our big twelve record at all because it's an SEC team. Um, the second game was canceled due to due to continued rain on Wednesday, um, but uh, what I care about this weekend is TCU. We come we come rolling into Fort Worth uh, to play TCU in a three game series Friday at eight, Saturday at seven, and Sunday at one. Um, Davis Martin will start Friday, Saturday Saturday Sunday. I honestly have no idea, um, but we need to play clean baseball. Um, all three days. Um, even if we get the first two, we need to play sound baseball on Sunday because a sweep of TCU would be beautiful. 
they have kind of fallen off the bandwagon, not the bandwagon, they have kind of fallen off the mountain here recently because they lost their their ace and they lost Luke and Baker, um, their, their huge, um, powerful hitter, um, but yeah, we, we need to sweep them, um, that'd be nice. Um, currently, excuse me, that's late, I'm yawning, um, currently, the Big 12 baseball rankings, standings, Oklahoma State at 12-3, and Texas at 11-4, and Tech at 10-5, and Oklahoma tie with us at 10-5, and but we have the series victories, so we have the tiebreaker over them. TCU at 6-8, and eight, who are playing next, after that, it drops down uh, pretty substantially from Baylor, West Virginia, Kansas, Kansas State. Um, good news for Tech. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, what? Sorry, I miscounted. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. We have 11 games left of the regular season. And we have 9 games left of tournament of conference play. Okay? So let's just take conference play, for example. We have 9 games left. If we win out, we'll be 19 and 5. Um, we're not going to win out. I'll guarantee you that. Um, but the good news is the two teams ahead of us in the rankings, we played them in, 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 in upcoming series. Texas comes to Tech, which you know is going to be a hell of a variety, uh, a hell of a variety series. I'm uh, looking forward to that. I'll be going to every game. Then after we go there, we, go, we travel to Stillwater to play Oklahoma State. Um, we are currently a game back of Texas. Um, it would be nice to sweep them. I don't know if that's going to happen. Texas does not have very good offensive numbers this season, but they have a heck of a pitching uh, rotation. Um, they can shut you down in a hurry. Um, so if we win, let's assume we sweep TCU. We get to 11 and, well, okay. Let's just win the series over TCU. Let's not get eager and go for this, go for the sweep, go for the sweep quite yet. Let's say we're 12 and 5. 12 and 6, sorry, going into Texas. So if, if, if us and Texas both go 2 out of 3 this weekend, we'll be 12 and 6 and 13 and 5. Game behind second place. To where we would need to. Um, we would need to win 2 out of 3 against Texas at least. Because then we would be tied at. Let me do the math real quick. We'd be tied at fourteen and seven. Both of us will, would be. Um, yes. No. Fourteen and seven. Uh, four, fourteen, and seven for us. And then they do. Sorry, I'm doing quick math in my head. Um, no, it would be fourteen and seven. So, so if we if we both went two and one this weekend, uh, Texas and us. And then we beat Texas two out of three in the series in Lubbock. We'd both be at fourteen and seven over uh, overall conference record, but we'd have the tiebreaker over them because of the series victory. So we'd be in second place. Um, now this is all dependent on what Oklahoma State does because Oklahoma State is a game ahead of Texas, which so they which makes them two games ahead of us. Um, so we can be ahead of Texas all we want. But if we're not at least two games 
if we're not within two games of Oklahoma State going into the final series with them, the Big 12 crown is no longer ours. Because if, because if we're two games behind, and no, we need to be we need to be one game behind them to have a shot. Um, assuming Oklahoma State doesn't doesn't slip up, they could obviously. Nobody's perfect, but if we're going to, if this is going to come down to the final weekend, we need to either, we need to either be tied or be one game back. Because if we're two games back, we have to sweep them to get to win the conference. Because if we go two and one, we'll still be a game back technically, and then lose. Even though we have have the series tiebreaker over them, because we'll be a game behind them still. Um, we have to either be a game behind them and get two out of three, or be two games behind them and get a sweep. Or of course, we could obviously be three games behind them and sweep them and then have the tiebreaker. Um, but it's but by all accounts, unless Oklahoma State slips up, which let's see their remaining schedule. Um, I might just have to look it up on Google. Let me, let's, let's just, let me do that real quick. Oklahoma State. Ball schedule. Okay. Let's let me let me look here. Okay. So, come on, Internet. There we go. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Scrolling down. Um, okay. They have OU. And, oh, okay. So, they, they're playing Bedlam this weekend. That is one in Stillwater, two in Tulsa. Um, I would, if I, if I was a betting man, I would say... Oklahoma State probably wins two out of three, um, which would make them um, fourteen and four. Okay. Then they play Baylor. I would expect them to sweep Baylor. Gosh, it's gonna come out of that last weekend, because fourteen and four. Let's assume. Let's assume worst case scenario they they sweep Baylor. Fourteen and four makes it, and then makes it um, seventeen and four. Gosh, y'all, I can't do, I can't keep all that math in my head right now. We're just gonna have to see how this, how this weekend plays out, and because if we get one, one of these three conference weekends behind us, it'll make calculating the last two a lot easier. It just there's just too many variables going on. Um, bottom line is, I expect us. To be ahead of Texas in the conference, um, it's just a matter of can we beat can we can we pass Oklahoma State? Um, so that's the thing we gotta we gotta wheel and deal here, um, and then after that, but but you know, even if we don't win the even if we don't win the conference, I have my eyes set on a national seed, because national seed for those of y'all who don't know baseball, um means that we will host a regional, which is the first round of the NCAA postseason. If we get out of that and we're the higher seed of the national seeds, we will also host a super regional. And I cannot tell you how big it is to host two consecutive home series to get to Omaha. If, if you don't know, Omaha is where the College World Series is held. That is basically the pinnacle of ba- of college baseball. It is the pinnacle of college baseball. It is the fine even though the, even though those eight teams are remaining when you get there, 
it is the Final Four equivalent for college baseball. Um, and having two series here, it's basically the Super Regionals is a four-team turn. It's a four-team double double elimination bracket. So if Tech wins three and three and zero. It'll be it'll be over on Sunday. If we lose one and we still advance, it'll be over on Monday. Same with Super Regionals, four teams, double elimination. It could be over in three days or it could be over in four days. It's 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 played. Friday to Sunday, Monday if necessary. Friday to Sunday, Monday if necessary. Um, and then we go to Omaha, which is, I think, a week and a half of straight baseball, which is fantastic. Um, but don't be surprised. Even if we lose the Big 12, which 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 we might. We've, been, we've, we've won it back-to-back years. Um, but, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, it's going to be tight. We can do it, but it's going to be tight. Um but uh, after the regular season is the B twelve championship. Like 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 every other sport, there's a conference championship. Um, I guess not in football. Um, but well, there, I guess there is now. Uh, there's not not a tournament. It's just the top two teams playing each other. Um, don't be surprised if you see Tim Tadlock lose in early in the B twelve championship. Because to him. Being healthy and rested for a national title run is a lot more important than being healthy and rested for a conference title run. I would rather have a national championship than a conference championship. I will take regular regular season all day because because we be because because that would make make us go back to back to back. But if you said one or the other conference or national championship, I would say Natty all day long and twice on Sunday. Um, so, um, that's kind of where we're at. Um, I know I kind of switched it all together in terms of my thoughts, because uh, I could ramble on for an hour and a half if I was with John, um, but I wanted to keep this kind of short and concise for y'all. Um, I will probably do another podcast over the TCU, over just exclusively the TCU series, because I'll, be, I'll be watching it this weekend. Um... But as for this podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, um, Twitter, um, John's YouTube channel. Uh, just search his name and TTU. Um, actually, no, you can't find that. You won't be able to find that on, on YouTube because I don't have video of me right now. So only Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, iTunes, and, and SoundCloud. That's it. Um, but other than that, um, I think that's it for today. Um, I'm looking forward to the weekend and sweeping those dang horn frogs, and hopefully I can come back with y'all with a little more speculation and a little better picture of how the conference race might turn out. Um, other than that, um, God bless, guns up, and good night. Talk to y'all later. Bye.